This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. The party is over. It may be spring, but winter is finally coming for those who rely on bulk cash transactions in their business model. Those hiding their identities from regulators and police while buying homes in our real estate market and those profiting handsomely from the death and misery of the overdose crisis. That was Attorney General David Eby yesterday when he spoke at the release of these latest reports into money laundering in our province. And the numbers were huge and shocking, right? $5 billion, these reports say, laundered through real estate in 2018 alone. Just staggering. Uh, The Finance Minister, Carol James, says housing is being used as, quote, a vehicle for the proceeds of crime. And these reports also suggest that this is having an impact on housing affordability. So there were two reports. There was the Maureen Maloney Ministry of Finance report, and then there was the Dr. Peter German report. And in the German report, he talks about some of the red flags, things such as buying property with cash, um, unusual mortgages that are taken out from unregulated lenders that are paid off, taken out, paid off in a kind of a systematic fashion, or maybe they have really unusual interest rates. And so a a lot of the recommendations that uh, we're dealing with the real estate industry had to focus on compliance and how to do that. For instance, one of the recommendations said that the onus for compliance for the Real Estate Services Act and proceeds of crime and terrorist financing acts should be directly on individual real estate licensees. So that obviously would have an impact on real estate agents. So we wanted to talk about that this morning with the help of Aaron Seely, who's the Executive Officer of the Real Estate Council of British Columbia. Aaron, thank you for joining us. Hi, Simi. Thanks for having me. I'm sure you've had a chance to kind of peruse the report at this point. What did you think about that? What does it say about the real estate industry? So I think what's interesting about the report is it really demystifies some of the themes of the bags of cash and makes it clear how complex and significant this issue is and how important it is for the provincial and federal regulators to work together. So we really welcome the recommendations. We've had some opportunity for input along the way, and we look forward now to using this as a blueprint with government to address these risks. Yeah, there were a couple of things I was curious about that I thought, I'm surprised that we don't do this already. For instance, eliminating the exemption for salespeople who are employees of developers. So if they're still selling you a condo, do they not necessarily have like a real estate license? Uh, if you're a salesperson and you're employed exclusively by the developer, you, it is an exemption under the Real Estate Services Act as it's currently defined. And I think that's important to look at where consumers may not be aware of yeah. who's, um, who, whose interests are represented. We want to ensure as the regulator of the real estate profession that the public has confidence in the system and that they are also informed. And I think we're interested in where the government will go to look at that recommendation. Okay. What do you think is the best way to deal with that? I think consumer education has been a big part of the shift in the Real Estate Council's mandate in the last couple of years, and you'll see more from us on that with social media and a sustained campaign, because a lot of it's about making sure consumers have the knowledge to go into the purchase, the biggest transaction of their lives, and they have the skills to know what questions to ask. And then on the other side, our commitment is very strong on the education of the real estate licensee, and we've been reviewing all of that education 
to make it more robust and rigorous so that the professionals really do have all of the most recent information um, to provide and that they still ensure they refer their clients for legal and tax advice where it's appropriate. That's the other important area. Right. Do you think there is more that the council could have done to regulate this? Because now it sounds like one of the recommendations is that council is going to get regulatory practice standards for all kind of self-regulatory organizations. So is there more you could have done to prevent some of this? I think um, looking in the rearview mirror, it's always easy to say there there are things we would love to go back and look at doing differently. One of them we've already taken action on, which is how do we get out of our narrow interpretation of that mandate and work together with other regulators? And that's where the Real Estate Council has been the first real estate regulator in Canada to partner with FinTrack, the federal anti-money laundering um, regulator. And we are going to collaborate on much stronger education, and also share intelligence so that we can really um, connect on the data. And that's another key theme in this report is the importance of that data collection and um, exchange. Do you think, like, do real estate agents, they're obviously a huge wealth of knowledge for what's going on out there, but have there not been enough outlets for them to share that knowledge? I think real estate professionals do a great job of sharing knowledge. I think they are really, um, in small communities and large communities, they really are ambassadors um, for the community, and they also have important duties that they uphold in the services they provide. And that's where we've been re-emphasizing in our education the role of a real estate professional is not a facilitator. They're an agent, and they represent their client's best interests, and they protect the confidentiality of information. They ensure that they are following lawful instructions of their client. And so in that way, I think consumers can feel protected that there's a, a framework of regulation behind the profession. There's always more we can do. And I think this report is really interesting in quantifying with a very robust methodology, the risks and laying out uh, what I think are some very exciting ways that we can work together to address money laundering. Like real estate agents also would have seen a lot of this behavior that is laid out in this report. Would they have reported it somewhere? or if, And if not, why didn't they? Well, I think what's important to to distinguish is that there are red flags and I think both reports talk about needing to look at the red flags and you talked about them at the beginning of of mm-hmm. your segment, um, but they're not always definitive. And so, you know, whether someone has a mortgage or not may not necessarily mean there's money laundering. It is complex and it takes a lot of judgment. And I think what's interesting for us to look at as well is the obligation's been for the real estate professionals to identify the client, but how do we use education and work with FinTrack to make sure that real estate professionals really know their client and, and have more questions and more responsibility there is something I think that's been recommended here so that that data can also be shared. And again, that that collection and exchange is where you do track risks best. Erin, do you know of any cases, though, where real estate professionals have reported dodgy finances or weird situations involving their clients? They do submit suspicious transaction reports, and I know the the number of suspicious transaction reports about uh, real estate transactions is increasing. Uh, we see Fintrack's already done proactive education with the sector through the, the real estate associations nationally and provincially, so we do see those numbers going up, and we know that there's vigilance as well on the part of the profession, but there's more we can do to give guidance and um, identify those red flags so that it can be a more systematic approach. So do you see the council's authority uh, expanding then on that front? Like, would there be more compliance? Would there be more penalties involved? 
I think we need to work with the superintendent of real estate and with the government to understand what um, the next steps will be on these recommendations. But we do welcome the opportunity for looking at our mandate through a broader lens. And as I said, avoiding those narrow silos that regulators often get stuck in. Right. So do you believe then that of the real estate agents out there, the professionals, do you think they today, if they saw something, you know, dodgy happening, a suspicious financial transaction, do you think they'd report it? Their brokerage and the way the system works uh, would have policies in place for reporting, yes. And is it always as consistent as it can be? I think that's where we're seeing that feedback from the report that there needs to be more. And we saw the word dismal used in the Peter German report. And that's the area we really want to focus on. How do we get that understanding? And how do we work with the federal regulator? We're not directly accountable right now for money laundering. Will that mandate expand? That's where we'll see what the government has to say. But we do really have that strong partnership federally to ensure that where the reporting is required, real estate professionals understand it and they're complying. Okay. So then if there are more regulations coming, you welcome that? We welcome the opportunity to look at it. I think you always have to be prudent about regulation and ensure that you're using not just your your sticks, your enforcement tools, but also the proactive side where you're educating. And so we're really trying to emphasize across that spectrum to ensure that the public is protected by the profession. All right. All right. Aaron, thank you for this. Thanks a lot. That's Aaron Seeley, the Executive Officer of the Real Estate Council of BC, responding uh, to the two money laundering reports that came out yesterday.